Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. It is Wednesday, and I got to tell you what, Andy, I am bringing the positivity to the show today. I was just going to say. setting this up. What, you know, the, the way you say welcome is often a bellwether. It's, it's, <laughs> you know, I, the eyes are the window to the soul. Not with yeah. you. Your eyes are always cheery and sparkly. It is your welcome that I can tell, like, oh, my God. Drew needs, Uh-oh. like, a wellness check tomorrow. <laughs> He's in a, yeah, positivity is no. good. Positivity because, today. And bring in the bring in the uh, and you know what I th- there's a part of there's two reasons number one uh, I've obviously been losing my ass in the NFL this year so it's been a grind and but this is a respite this I enjoy this I love getting together on Wednesday and breaking down the card from end to end uh, and I'm not going to bog that down with uh, you know the 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 you know, the dead bodies that have been the 2021 campaign on top of the fact that you know it's getting dark the, the holidays are are rough. Uh, you know, it's getting cold. You know what losing was, bets are? Dude, losing bets are like ex girlfriends. Don't, don't worry about fire. <laughs> oh, oh, I guess uh, you don't put ex girlfriends in the fire. Um, no, yeah, you, yeah, you throw the losing People tickets have. on the fire, keeps you warm in the months of winter. Um, realistically, uh, you know, Andy, dude, it's like 60 degrees here, man. We are like, yes, real, it is really winter has set in here. And, uh, you know, you could you could feel it in sort of the uh, the spirit of gambling Twitter right now. It's in a little bit of a, would you say, a dark place? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of a mean. rough, a little bit of a rough spot right now. Every, yeah, everyone's being super mean to each other. I mean, just be cool. And, oh, Patrick McCann brings up a pretty good point. <laughs> Champions League want to know Andy today. Dude. I, made, I made two bets, but one of my Champions League bets got snowed the fuck out. Atalanta. Oh. Apparently, I forgot to check the weather in this Italian <laughs> soccer match, and it turns out. Did that out help in, you, or did that hurt you? You think? I thought it was going to be an old, uh, snover. A snover, as, yeah, right. as Brett says, right? Yeah, like just you know, full full yakety sacks for ninety minutes and people <laughs> falling down, def- goalies doing snow angels. Like it would have been a lot of fun, but no. Um, that's the thing too. Like, regardless and of how your betting goes like you should have a short memory if you're doing good you're doing good if you're doing bad you just forget about it anyway like it has no bearing i mean i i shouldn't yeah, say you should forget don't forget everything like right. do, do take a look at what's going wrong if the market is repeatedly disagreeing with things you're doing that's take a look time. at maybe that's some, time to self-evaluate yeah that's well, time the, yeah to I, I think sure. constant self-evaluation is important sure you know watching what the how the market reacts to things looking at like even like hey i had a five in one week or a five in one day you can have a five in one day and like basketball is a good example of it and it's like man three of those wins i didn't deserve like sure i caught three overs two of them were overtimes and one was just a crazy amount of fouling at the end like those probably shouldn't have got there like do some self-evaluation every day and yes drew other people are saying it's not as warm there Dude, we have like oh, we have five to eight inches sorry, of snow guys. coming Friday night. Hey, you <laughs> like, know what? Though? I'm gonna, I'm gonna we are bringing we're bringing the positivity. We're bringing yes. the warmth. There's gonna be a lot of humor, a lot of happiness in this show. Not uh, you know, and tr- try to caroling. Try try to turn the tide a little bit here. Of some of the uh, the negativity that is swirling around uh, gambling Twitter at the moment because of uh, the time of year. This is a tough time of year, and you actually should take care of your take it easy on your mental health. Uh, give yourself a uh, you know. 
all the all of the checks and balances you need to keep yourself in uh, in good working order. Uh, I probably need to take a little easy on the old drinking. <laughs> Certainly not helping my well being. So I think I'm going to take a couple nights off here and uh, regroup on the weekend. But either way, um, love this card. Love these matchups. It's a great week of NFL football. A lot of big cat. A lot love of love this card. Love this card. A lot of really because there's a lot of really good divisional matchups, man. We're getting some yeah. rematches of games we saw earlier this season. We're finally seeing some uh some NFC East teams tilt. Uh, you know, this this is some uh some good stuff to kind of sink our teeth into on this card in general. Um, but before going there, uh, I just want to give you my my macro on the AFC since that is a hot topic right now. A lot Drew, of people Drew's, really al- want to talk. Drew's also yeah. super high. No. <laughs> Happy, no. happy episode 420. No, is it? Is this episode? It's 420? episode 420. Oh shit, man! We should remember we were gonna get super we high. Yeah, we, we were gonna get to. Yeah, we were going to get super high. That's right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Before we get to the actual card, off? <laughs> before we get to the actual card, uh, let's uh, if uh, let's ask uh, you know let's let's go macro on AFC because that's the hot topic right now. Uh, anyone's anyone's conference to win. Uh, in fact, uh, the fact that the Patriots beat the Bills like that really did kind of kick the door in here. Because if the Bills win that game, if they're in the driver's seat, if path goes through Buffalo, we're probably having a different conversation right now. Path goes through New England for the time being, although Buffalo gets a chance to write that ship there. Um, I'm just going to make some baseline assumptions in terms of the way I look at this and kind of walk you through what I think the playoff field is going to look like. And you tell me where you disagree. Does that sound good? I, it sounds good. Okay. Two AFC East teams make it. Yes. Two AFC South teams make it. Yes. Two AFC West teams make it. Yeah, I'm there. That leaves one, the winner of the sad, difficult, brutal schedule, AFC North. I know it it, it kind of looked like we we're gonna see a couple, maybe even three teams with a shot at the playoffs there. Yeah, and the, the schedules are just brutal on it on each other, and no one's got injuries. a home stretch that's worth that's that looks no. soft. Everybody's going to lose games down the stretch. There, one more loss for the Browns, you can rule them out. Two losses for the Bengals, they're in deep trouble. Steelers, they have a gauntlet. They're going to have to win them all to get you know win a bunch of these to get in. Win that AFC, yeah, the AFC North. I, I don't know that I see it. Ravens, they could lose out. Uh, considering the loss of Marlon Humphrey, absolutely fascinated to see how that team responds after losing some such an important player defensively this week. Uh, and oh, by the way, I'll, you know, playing a team coming off a bye, uh, weird, quirky, terrible schedule spot for them. Andy's um, tried to do this before. I, I don't ever get excused from thought exercises. <laughs> I like this one. Okay, so uh, so basically, I'm at uh, I'm at Pat's Bills. One of those two teams wins the AFC East, and we don't know yet. I am not giving the crown of that. I'm not giving writing that uh, ticket. In fact, back of my head, I think there's value in the Bills to win the AFC East, but we will table that discussion for another time. Ooh, Dan, Dan was all over that. He had the, he had the schedules laid out, and the the tiebreaker is kind of like they each have a couple of toughies, they each have a couple of gimmies. Yeah, and if if they win, if they yeah. split, there's really just like no possible way that Buffalo wouldn't have the first tiebreaker. I think so too, yeah. Especially if they win this week against the Bucks, which doesn't really help them in the tiebreaker, but it helps them in the overall. That would be massive. Even even losing against the Bucks, Dan Dan's play. Now I'll give producer Dan some shine here. Dan's play was after they lose to the Bucks 
to back them to win the AFC okay. East because they still there's a decent chance both teams finish with the the six losses and and you can uh, you you the tiebreaker almost certainly there was almost no way I could figure out like how the tiebreaker the first tiebreaker being divisional record after head to head wouldn't go to the Bills so uh, anyway where were we going with this because we're eight minutes deep and we haven't talked about Big Ben yet. Uh... Let's say that I know. Let's say that I got the script and I see the uh, the seedings here for those seven teams. Mm-hmm. Tennessee gets the one, easiest damn schedule. So stupid. Uh, Tennessee gets the one. Uh, I'm gonna give the uh, the Chargers the inside track on the AFC West in the two seed. Okay. I'm gonna give the uh, the Bills the three seed. All right. Uh, I'm gonna give the AFC North winner to be determined at a future date. The four seed. You can live with that. Five seed Chiefs. Oh my God, Niagara. What are we doing? Six seed Pats. Seventh seed uh, Colts. Any of these matchups, any of these teams really stand out to you in terms of future value in the AFC if that's sort of the way it shakes out? I said it last combination there about. So I said it last week, and I'm kind of probably still stuck on this. But the Colts, as much as I don't like how they've put this team together, it's working. And they can yeah. they can beat anybody, especially late. Like we joked about this, and this will be my closing point on the Colts. We joked about the Colts are probably better away from home. So the Colts as a seventh seed would be, I'd be happy about that. There's no chance they'd ever play a home game. Let them go play in New England. Let them go play in Buffalo, you know. Yeah. Let let them go play up in Pittsburgh, in in Baltimore, yeah, Baltimore and Cleveland. Yeah. Put that defense and that running game out in the cold, harsh elements of December and January, and just let them let them eat at a big number. There's like twenty to ones and bigger to win the AFC. So Colts, I'm probably going to be looking at a, a Colts. Uh, yeah. Prop here. Colts path. Whether the Colts path is going to be like, in my opinion, the Colts path is going to be. Either Chargers, Chiefs, Pats, Bills in round one, and then they're going to go to Tennessee round two, and then they'll be a third week in a row on the road, week three against whoever is left standing. Um, and yeah, they're live in all those spots, in my opinion. So yeah, Colts twenty to one AFC, I think, is worth a worth a sniff, sniff it around it. Um, worth a sniffer. Yeah, worth a sniffer, Uh They're getting healthier too, which doesn't hurt. And Carson Wentz, uh, not my guy, but. Frank Reich's making it happen for him. So, you know, fascinating matchup for them between the Patriots next week. Both teams coming off of buzz. Uh, Okay, let's dive into the card. I think that was uh, worth kind of at least kind of talking through. And we'll start with the Thursday night football game where the Pittsburgh Steelers, again, streaking. Wait, no, they lost two weeks ago. Right. Yeah, they got their they got their brains. Oh no, they have a winning record by Cincinnati. Yeah, Steelers six five and one taking on the sad sack Vikings, who coming off a short week, coming off an embarrassing loss. Presumably, you get an honest effort out of these guys. They're three point favorites. Market uh, not interested in much Vikings here. Public not interested in much Vikings here. Uh, This has pretty much gone one way. Uh, Everybody's fine taking some Steelers with the points. And um, I don't really agree with that. I think this Vikings team is still good in the back of my head. I've just gotten burned enough by them this season that I'm going to skip this one. Uh, Total has gotten bet down pretty aggressively. Uh, 45 and a half on the open. I'm seeing 43 and a half, 43 at Penny. 
so this is an under uh, under look for a lot of the sharper players. Um, and a game that I really, I mean, I guess good luck with your under. Uh, this Minnesota Vikings defense sucks. I don't that, know. That, that's you. where that's where I'm a little sketched by this this movement. And yes, the you know the Thielen stuff and Dalvin Cook is still injured, and Madison will be filling in there, but. And they're probably going to be able to throw in this defense. This defense is still dinged up. They're not getting everybody back. They still have injuries. It's TJ Watts playing great. Maybe not like, you know, defensive player of the year. Great, but close, like a solid silver medal effort from him. He's a fucking favorite right now. I'm so mad about that. Yeah. Well, our guy had a, our guy was leading the sacks. Yeah. Yeah. So stupid county stats. Yeah. Minnesota still should be able to do something against the secondary. Osborne's not a bad receiver. And obviously they have the best receiver in the league. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say it. I think he, I think that's his ceiling. I hate, I hate like ranking play people because from week to week it's different, but like Justin Jefferson's ceiling is the best receiver in the league. He's just as good as Diggs, Hopkins, Devonte Adams, any of these guys. Like he's great, especially when he gets the ball that many times, he's going to get, ball so many times they're gonna key in on him it's still not gonna matter osborne and the tight ends get the ball a lot Ooh, james james is ahead of me here oh i was thinking like over 20 it's gonna be like an over 23 and a half like i really do think the vikings i i get the steam coming in but I think the Vikings will uh, find some points here. I'm kind of out on this, other than maybe some props. You could take the, you know, the Vikings. I know some people have been hammering like Kirk to throw uh, receptions over or uh, completions over Osborne overs, a few things like that. I think the Vikings will be throwing the ball a lot, but I'm I'm not getting involved in this side or this total. And if you mm-hmm. wanted this under, you kind of missed the boat anyway. Uh, any if you want to be the like, buyback, any yeah, chance you get a, a last stand here out of the uh, out of the Vikings? I mean, they're not out of the playoffs. That's for certain. I mean, they could still finish ten and seven. That's home good game enough. prime time. Do you get yeah. an A plus out of these guys? I really, really struggle with Zimmer right now. Like he's he's regressed as a coach. Like if he loses this one, super hot seat. I can't believe they didn't like shit can a coach or something this week. You know, like do the sacrificial. Oh, you know what? We got rid of the tight ends coach because we were so mad at this game and it was all his fault. And yeah, it, it's not trending well for Thielen. Like it's it, keep yeah. an eye on these on some of these injuries as we get the final injury report probably today. Uh, the other thing that scares me about a Vikings team total and why I wouldn't really run to the window to get involved in that one is their offensive line is pretty sus. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the TJ Watt uh, situation makes me want to pull my hair out. Um, but it is what it is. Miles Garrett gets his chance against the weak ass Ra- Ravens offensive line this weekend. So hopefully he can replicate that three and a half sack performance that TJ Watt got last week. Um, I want to go back and look at the tape too. I think he got a little bit of a home score, you know, home scoring credit there for some of those sacks, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, All right. So no play Thursday night football is kind of a, uh, yeah. 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 Kind of a game. Vegas heading to the middle of nowhere. In Kansas City, it's well, a, night. It's a lovely nice. town. I know. Yeah, Every, delicious uh, barbecue. Kansas City is a great town. Spirited fans. We drove from St. Louis to Kansas Coach City that once. Looks though. like the Kool Aid Man. Going across Missouri is not shirt. great. Yeah, I believe it that. was. It was something. So, um, 
yeah, this this total also been bet down, and I get it. But at the same time, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. You know, you know, you know what I'm I, saying? I know which side I don't get. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's, I mean, we've seen the Chiefs offense just maybe never be right. But if you if you subscribe to the, hey, it's because teams are playing a certain tile of defense and it's working and they're forcing the Chiefs to be uncomfortable and do different things and the Chiefs are not making that adjustment well, this is the one team that just – there's other teams, but this is the one team that not only we know off the bat isn't set up to put that kind of defense out there and be successful with it, but we've already seen it. It's happened one time. The Chiefs team total here is going to be under 30 and in a game where – I mean, how many did they put up last time, Drew? 41. 41 points against this team on the road. Yeah. Again, I'm I'm not advocating laying the nine and a half, but I kind of am. I'm going to be a paradox during this whole segment. I did lay it. Yeah, it's it's the only play. Like I, I'm yeah. laying it with the Chiefs, or I'm or I'm not betting this. Like yeah, it's I, I looked at the over. I I get I get that there's some probably some correlation there. If you want to cover a double digit spread, you're going to have to score a bit. So I think I think there's probably a bit of a correlated parlay if people let you do that to the uh the nine and a half and the over yeah i think you're right that's true um because yeah either either they put up they put up like 38 or you know or the whole thing falls to shit so yeah i mean the uh the you want to get jesus christ the raiders team total is 19 and a half uh that's not very respectful <laughs> uh i get it because it's the other thing it's like it's december it's outdoors it's kansas city people maybe just assume it's going to be cold it's going to be like a balmy 53 uh by the temperature uh in the afternoon there and uh there'll be some winds i'm seeing 15 16 mile an hour winds projected but kansas city's never been a place that's been overly impacted by the wind it's a pretty deep bowl um you know that that said, maybe that is why this is under taking a little bit of steam here because it's certainly if 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 this is if this line has come down from ten to nine and this total has come down to forty eight and a half and that implies that people are buying in that the Raiders defense is going to stop this Chiefs offense. I'd love to know how because they don't have the personnel, they don't have the scheme, and uh, I I laid the Chiefs here. Uh, anything under double digits, I think, is a fair play. Um, and the Chiefs defense, like they went from wildly underrated to overrated pretty freaking fast yeah like the, the, <laughs> that Dan, was real Daniel Sorensen pimping that touchdown was like buddy oh jesus i mean that I was it. the that was the third was place the metal meme like the that guy was... with the champagne <laughs> and stuff like buddy you've been getting roasted all year and you just a ball fell into your lap congrats uh all right so. that is what that was that i didn't even think that of that was, oh god that was great so yeah that is great Good, good, um, uh, good game though. It should be fun. I hope oh, yeah. he just beats the yeah. shit out of him again. Yeah, that'd be the most fun outcome for me for sure. Uh, let's Jason, keep... <laughs> Jason, you are t- catching strays tonight. Jesus, ooh, ooh. That's ouch! A good comp, ah, yeah, though. that is a fair comp. Yeah, um, married to Angie Harmon. Angie, of, Angie Harmon's husband. That's right. That's of right. Uh, what SVU? was the you? No, uh, just the law original order? Law and Order. The original like, that Law was and Order. Order. There was, the know, original all right, we're law taking a time order. out before we get to New Orleans. Back in my day, dun, 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 we only had dun, dun, one Law and Order. It was dun, called dun, Law and Order. Dun, dun, we didn't have, there wasn't any special yeah, victim dun, units. There wasn't any bow, of that. Bow, 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 bow. 
<laughs> New Orleans heads to the Meadowlands to take on the Jets. The scene of Law and Order, famously. Five. New York. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. These are their stories. The Saints <laughs> are five and seven. This was a team I liked a lot at the beginning of the year. Obviously, mm-hmm. we are in a bad situation injury-wise. We're like, hey, when are they going to get their star receiver back? As yeah. it turns out, that was not, never. Not How is James going to perform this year? It turns mm-hmm. out that's an incomplete grade. Incomplete, we didn't get to yeah. see a full year of him. Uh, Ingram now has COVID because they can't have nice things, even if it's a backup nice thing. Kamara yeah. may play, though. <laughs> Kam- oh, okay. Um, Kamara, Kamara is looking like he may play. And, boy, like... Is that enough to back uh, a backup quarterback on the road? He, it wasn't like he was awful. I, I, I get a little more comfy. It's a pretty bad secondary. It's uh, I probably am not going to show if I look at my numbers right now. I'm not going to show value on New Orleans, but I just can't get I can't get behind taking the Jets. It, it's it's like an extra two sacks when you know the rookies back there. It, like I would take the Jets if they started Flacco. I'll just say it. Wow, wow, that's he, how little you think of Zach Wilson. He just he doesn't take stupid sacks or make stupid Yolo balls. He's actually like semi composed Joe Flacco. He's an elder statesman at this point. So yeah, they're all, it's still all have, a terrible matchup. Yeah, <laughs> Saints, no, this Saints is, have a they have a gnarly D line. This is a good one to not watch. Um, so yeah, yeah the, the Saints, Saints, the Saints, Saints that, defensive exactly. line did well against an absolute top tier. Offensive line last week, mm-hmm. uh, which means how is they the, are how probably is the Jets offensive line diggity dominate. Uh, bottom five easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, there will be crimes. Speaking with the uh, Law and Order theme, there will be crimes committed against football in this game, <laughs> almost certainly <laughs> from both quarterbacks. Uh, total down to forty three and a half. Is that low enough? Uh, Jets team total under for secret pod play consideration. Let's put it in the queue. Uh, 19 and a half here. It probably will be Zach Wilson. Uh, I don't know how he scored three touchdowns against uh, the Eagles last week, but uh, even with three touchdowns, they only had 18 points. So 19 and a half. Hmm. Yeah. Let's think about it. Let's think about it. Um, couldn't see a shutout. Yeah, no this, other this, on this one. I, I just, I make a little value on this under, but the fact that the Saints getting after it feels like there's going to be a bad turnover or two and sure. you're going to be pulling your hair Short out as a say, kickoff returns the, or whatever yeah the, the saints have the ball at the 15 all of a sudden their offense hasn't done shit most of the game and they taste mm-hmm. comes out after a strip sack so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. all fair points all fair fran at cincinnati i've never lost money on a san fran at cincinnati game have i <laughs> and look at this the Bengals are the Bengals yeah, are my read, a better record my read on the Niners is dead on the money this season every time I bet on them they choke every time I stay away or bet against them they look amazing so congratulations to the Niners for a win against the Bengals because uh, I did not bet this game uh, so I'm on a self-imposed suspension of betting 49ers games uh, despite the fact that my numbers would have made this Niners by three uh, Bengals interestingly in a different difficult spot with the uh, the old pinky finger of uh, Mr. Burrow uh, potentially getting injured in that uh, last loss. He has not his knee is also bothering him. Is that right? Oh, good call. Super Ooh. Bowl 16 rematch. Worth, worth mentioning it for those who are following along. We are using the Vegas rotation numbers, which has this one third on Sunday, even though it's the afternoon game. This one kicks off at 425. So it will be in effectively in the uh, 
kind of this is probably the game of the afternoon window, I'm guessing. In which LA, we're like, probably going to get the freaking Chargers instead of this one, which is vexing me. Seeing some better play from the Bengals defense. If Kittle's working and Jimmy G, Jimmy G didn't look horrible. He's doing some things that are making me. I still didn't have. I still don't understand the story of the season. Like, why did you make all those moves to go get Trey, and then you used him a little bit here and there, sure. and then this is what this is what we end up with. Oh man, yeah. By the way, speaking of the Trey Lance pick in number three, uh, Mike Lombardi just went at me on Gil's on Gil's show this morning for uh, the podcast we did before the draft and uh, misrepresented some of my point of view on that. Most of my criticism of uh, uh, the uh, Niners at the time was the process-oriented issues and the fact that they traded away all those assets to move up to three. And if they really wanted Mac Jones, they could have just stayed put where they were and he would have been available. Uh, we know that now because he made it all the way to 15. Um, so the fact that they gave up all those assets to move up to three to potentially take Jones, I thought was fair criticism. Um, ultimately, uh, they, uh, yeah, that's a great question. So, yeah. Um, and I mean, it's not to stomp on it. I, yeah. Like that, that was the criticism that needed to happen. Like it, the process was fucked. Why couldn't they have flexed one of these CBS games? We talked to Brinson about this <laughs> once and they can, it's like striking jury members and stuff. They can protect games. Like, no. We want to have that one on our television network. You can't take it and put it on Sunday night on a different TV network. Hmm. So sometimes they do protect these. I think that might be what happened because if you realize what we're getting for Sunday night, it feels like they probably tried to flex a couple and were unsuccessful. I lean Niners here. I lean a little bit to this under, but I'm not betting this game. Yeah. Um, the other sharp folks we talked to in the space really love this over. For what it's worth, <laughs> so good. Yeah, my keep, uh, keep that uh, keep that in the back of your head, I guess. If, as far oh, as playing the total, uh, it's been bet up pretty aggressively. I mean, you know, this was, I think, our friend, our sharp friend in uh, in Deutschland. Uh, Maybe that's what I'm very, fine with an under forty nine. I'm the yeah, buyback. He, he got a, a good number, better number than. Now that you mentioned, I did see that. Um, the um. Yeah, so let's keep moving. I, you know, it's going to be a good game. I'm excited to see it. I hope the Niners win because I'd like to see the Niners in the playoffs. I feel like uh, yeah. it would be fun to lose money betting on them in the playoffs in some way, shape, or form. So I'd just like to see them in the mix. Um, they're just a fun team in general because they, they, they're a team that brings some experience, which is always fun as a handicapping angle when it's the playoffs. Uh, let's move on to Jacksonville at Tennessee. Um, the... Jaguars are not really worth spending much breath on. The Titans are hurt. Guys are coming back off of COVID. Tom um, Jones maybe coming back. Off well, of yeah, IR. Julio practiced today. He's off IR, so he he was activated. He practiced, or he's eligible to be activated, or however it works. There's a lot of rules, but he probably plays. I think that's a big deal. I heard somebody talk about the Titans and be like, "Oh man, they're not good now," and it's really like. You know, you lose the heart of that team. You lose Derrick Henry. How, how are you supposed to recover? Motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Like, they lost they lost their receivers. Like, I mean, it, it's cumulative. It all adds up. But losing losing a couple good receivers for several games is going to hurt. They're still 8-4. and four. They're still absolutely in the catbird seat in the AFC. I almost said north. I feel like they should be in the north sometimes, even though the Oilers were even further south. But they are in the AFC south as it is. 
This should be a gimme, but there, as we can see, and there's no gimmies. The Bills lost to this team. They should hopefully take this game seriously and just get out there and make it happen. Who's the backup running back whose name is escaping me right now? He practiced today as well. McNichols. Um, yeah, McNichols. Back. He he seems like he's going to play. Like If they have good injury news here, they should be able to hang the, the biggest weakness. Uh, you know, the secondary can be beat, but we've just seen Trevor Lawrence probably is going to be a good quarterback once he gets a good coach and some of these uh you know some of these skill position players put around him he's been put in a bad position yeah, yeah I, I feel for him awful. like yeah. some I wonder sometimes as we go through the years and you see some of these just stud rookies get drafted by I mean face it like high-end quarterbacks get often get drafted by bad teams and bad teams are either bad because they're rebuilding or they're bad because they're poorly run yeah. and you want to be on the one that just had a bad couple years as they're rebuilding because if you get drafted by the bears if you get drafted by usually the browns for a while you drafted <laughs> i mean just there was places one well, i'm not saying it's a bad place anymore i think they've changed the culture up there in cleveland i'm not so sure i can say that about chicago but there, I mean, for you know, like Cade McNown, and I mean, I just can think of all these players that landed on those teams just didn't have a shot. God bless Jay Cutler for stepping up a little. Uh, but I digress, and we'll go back to this one and say that Trevor Lawrence, I'm hopeful for his career. I don't think I show value on either side of this game, but um, you know, maybe I'm going to play. Maybe I'm looking at one of these seven and a half point teasers. The only thing I'm interested in looking at in this game is what Trevor Lawrence's rushing yardage total ends up being because he's going to come in real close to that number. It's going to Oh, be yeah, yeah, your preseason. Yeah, real close to that season-long number. Um, no other interest in this game and really no idea what the Jaguars are doing. Uh, none of their kind of – they were basically running like basic run-out-the-clock offense in for all of the second half against the Rams. It was literally like, so you're not even going to try to – see what works or evaluate any of your players okay uh it was really really weird <laughs> good um, game have fun sloppy team <laughs> slot sloppy team too just n n zero focus it was a gross game uh let's move on to baltimore at cleveland uh which you know this is a game that we've talked about or thought about now going back to june you look at the and schedules we, we when they were released Sunday. Yeah, we were better. A good number. We said on this shouldn't be a pick 'em, and then I mean the Humphrey news. The Humphrey news moved most. Moved this and most it's part. funny you say, Ant, but Andy, he's a cornerback. He doesn't play offense. He mm -hmm. shouldn't move the number that much. The fact that he it is now a cluster. Guy. He was it's the a last cluster one. entry. Yeah. Now they're missing two very good cornerbacks for extended period. It has become a cluster entry, and that is bad. Even, even with a dinged up hurt. I still hope we see Case Keenum at some point for this team. I think long-term, if you have Browns futures, you kind of want Baker to just like, you know, finally succumb to one of these many, many injuries and have to sit out the rest of the year. I think uh, Case would be fine, but Donovan people Jones is good. Like they have, they yeah. have, they have a couple good receivers. You have a couple decent tight ends. You got two good running backs. The offensive line, despite an injury has been pretty, pretty nice. And if Baker can get a shit together under pressure a little, maybe be a little healthier, this is a not only a playoff team, but a team that can probably win a playoff game again like last year. They've yeah. just been so up and down. we got to see the team that absolutely hung with Kansas City week one and just looked great for three quarters of that game. God, I wish they would have got that win. <laughs> I know it, right? Or the one against the Chargers or the one against – or the one where they picked uh, – 
Lamar Jackson off four times two weeks ago. So, yeah. Uh, a lot of games that I really wish we could have a redo here for the Browns on their schedule. Um, but the one, I guess the one thing I'll point to is Marlon Humphrey had a bad game when they played the Bengals. He was a little messed up in that one. Yeah. It was not, not, not peak form from him. And without him playing at an all pro level, that defense completely fell apart. And I think there is a potential here. There is an error in the locker room. They may be looking around at each other like, you know, what, how are we going to do this? <laughs> who's, who's roles and responsibilities here? Who's covering who? Like this, this could really um, have a huge impact. And on top of that, the, um, the Ravens offensive line is like, like very clearly bottom five, very clearly. And for whatever reason, Greg Roman has not adjusted the approach to the offense for the Ravens. He's not giving uh, Lamar Jackson any help in the short passing game, intermediate passing game. He's still asking him to try to make downfield passes. And how's and that working? It's not. It's not. <laughs> He's getting his ass sacked at just a mind-bogglingly high numbers frequency. Um, uh, and against a defensive line that has some, you know, some serious horses, um, this should be a, a good one for the Browns defense to kind of uh, set the tone if even if the offense isn't uh you know operating fully what was, smoothly. Uh, what was yeah what what is uh oh who's Susan Sarandon's husband? Tim Robbins. What is what's Tim Robbins say in, in uh Bull Durham when he's a nuclear louche announce my announce my presence announce, yeah, announce my authority yeah <laughs> he wants want to throw the heater like this is what Cleveland's defense needs to do they, they need, need to come off the, the buy and throw the heater they do. This, this offensive line is now missing pieces. Yeah. Um, over the last few years, it's just been attrition with uh, retirement, some injuries, losing a piece here or there in a free agency. This offensive line is not as good as it used to be, not nearly. And this defensive line, when healthy, is scary as fuck. So, yeah, yeah. Cleveland, Cleveland's defense steps up here. Lamar continues to make, uh, make some uh, poor throws. Announce my presence with authority. Thank you, I want to throw the fastball. I want to throw the heater. Yeah. Um, <laughs> His, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he hit the ball. Guy gets a free steak. <laughs> that was a great movie. God, I fucking love it. Really, that really is. Um, all right. Well, uh, let's keep what, moving. What was what was the secret chat play last week, guys? I'm, I I can only keep up with so many comments when I'm talking and listening to Drew. I missed it. I don't remember what I know. It was. They had oh, Patriots. The Patriots. Like they, the Patriots. I think the Patriots money line was. Wasn't it? That against the against the Bills, yeah, right, or the Patriots yeah. plus four or something. It was a number that did not exist they, when the, the chat the plays yeah. are kind of crushing. New my line, yeah. yeah. Anybody, it's can, anybody can shirt. rag yeah. on us, but the, the chat plays are crushing, and I need to know yes. what it is this week. I need to yeah. add it to the card. I one hundred percent will add whatever the chat consensus play is to my card. I think everybody week. was pretty much on board with us on uh, with Cleveland on uh, Sunday, and you know, like you said, the the Humphrey news just kind of cemented that. And two and a half is not enough of an adjustment for how chat and they only take money line dogs too. So, all right, yeah. we are on Cleveland. Do you hear final question before we move on to Atlanta? Is Cleveland still value at minus two and a half? Yes. I think, I think it should be flat. Three. Yeah. If you don't have to pay 15, 20 cents for a two and a half, if you can still get a decent number here, I do. I agree. It's okay. Right, yeah. yeah. Another one we bet on Sunday was Atlanta. Plus three, three yeah, and a half. That, I'm not sure we got that number still kind of around. Somebody yeah. out there in the market thinks that the Panthers are live in this one. Actually, I take it back. It's two across, two and a half across the board now. So 
that's moving. Yeah, you have to, you do have to pay extra for a, a three right now. So it is it's starting to move Falcons way. Cam Newton is announced as the starter. I don't think that bodes well for anybody. Money line price but, down from plus one forty five to plus one seventeen. That's the power of the chat. Yeah. Okay. And Sam says this is the secret chat play is Falcons money line. <laughs> it's no longer a secret. Sorry, guys. We spoke. I, shh. Dan yeah, pod, podcast head. listeners, they might pulling one dis- off, pulling disregard one that. Dun, dun. Um, okay, let's talk about this game real quickly because you know we covered it. I thought well fairly on Sunday. Panthers shouldn't really be favorites over anyone. Yeah, their defense has shown some flashes of you know you can build around that side of the ball going into the future. Um, and you know I thought they had something pretty good going with uh, what we saw from the offense in terms of scheme and uh, kind of. Uh, just in general, the schematic uh, advantages that they had last year because they have two very good wide receivers in DJ Moore and um, well, Robbie Anderson, in my opinion. Uh, drafted a young guy to compliment them in Terrence Marshall, who somehow has made it out of the starting, out of the active roster for whatever reason. Um, and it was a surprise to see the news on Sunday that h- halfway through your two week break of your bye week, they decided to fire their offensive coordinator. Joe Brady was terminated. Uh, it happened again in a weird time uh, in terms of when. And my gut reaction to hearing that was, well, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe there's something weird going on behind the scenes that we are not privy to, and I won't judge to conclusions. But then Matt Rule stepped up to the podium and opened his mouth and said... Along the lines, and I and I, I I'm, chased I'm, the guy I'm, all week to fire him. I, I, yeah, and I'm doing I'm doing the you know I'm putting you know my my interpretation of his words was basically like he wasn't running the ball enough. I wanted to run the ball 30 times a game, and he just wasn't running it enough. And I'm now sitting here scratching my head like that can't really be why because Christian McCaffrey's been hurt for almost this entire season. When he was out there, the usage for him was absolutely ridiculously high. Uh, you're really upset that Chuba Hubbard, Chuba Hubbard, Chuba wasn't getting 30 touches a game. Like that's really what's going on here. And um, <sighs> yeah, any any anytime anybody starts to say, in a let's say this is a game we have not played yet. I have no idea what the other team will do against our defense. I have no idea how anything will go. But before the game happens, I have set a number of running plays that I need to see is I'm so out on that. So like you, you, you can't, I mean, these teams where you see like, Oh, teams, you, I don't, maybe, maybe he's looking at some of these stats, be like, Oh man, good teams run the ball a lot and not realizing like, Hey, they ran the ball 18 times in the fourth quarter because they're up by three scores. I'm not sure if that was it, or he really does think they just have been that successful on the ground. Their EPA per play on the ground hasn't been like eye popping. Like, Oh my God, we, we have to run it all the time. So I'm just so out on Matt rule right now. You're going to, so you're going to have a weird offensive coordinated game. Yeah. You're going to have maybe some locker room issues. I I think people like Brady as a person. I've never heard anybody come out and say like the, you know, that they had trouble with the guy. No. So I'm I'm not sure the locker room is going to love this move, and we get Cam Newton, and yeah. it's still the Falcons. Anything can happen once they're up by like three scores. So here's the play: it is Atlanta money line. When Atlanta's up like twenty four to six, 
you are alive betting the Panthers not to cover. Oh, you were going with a different to score. Win. I'm happy with I, I was res- with I was respectful. <clears throat> respectful <laughs> of not using the uh the yeah. triggering score line that uh, yeah. from that one Super Bowl that you, they lost. And, the and honestly, the overtime. fact that you could, the fact that you would self scout if you were the Panthers and decide that the problem was the way the offensive's coordinated is like that's like what reality am I living in? Like that's so mind bendingly stupid. I can barely believe it. It's so fucking obviously the quarterback. Did Virginia player. Tech hire a coach yet? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, they did yeah, mad yeah, dancing. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They did. They did, they did. Uh, most of the most of the decent coaching hires, I think, are pretty much the the musical chairs are over. So Brady will get a he'll get an offensive coordinator job somewhere. Oh yeah, um, Penn State's DC. Good call. Yeah. Um, so a hokey is like a turkey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, real. Yeah, real. You know, dangly uh, thing and everything. Um, yeah. we, we've talked a lot about Carolina. Let's mm-hmm. let's give Atlanta a minute. Why why do we think Atlanta can play well here? Matt Ryan has had some nice games. <laughs> Because they have a runner-up offensive player of the year, uh, Cordero Patterson. That is exactly what I wanted. That's all. That's why I said one minute. Cordero Patterson is being used in ways that would make Debo Debo Samuel blush. Like he's he's so good in the way they use him. Like they've found they've found this absolute um like just cheat code for offense with a team that needs help on offense because they lost a receiver to. I mean, I'll just. Are we calling it just mental health? Like he just needed a mental health break. Yeah. They have a rookie tight end who's trying to acclimate himself, and he's now the focal point. And that can't be easy, even though he was triple covered every day in Georgia, and that's why Kadarius Tony is a thing. Um. So yeah, I I think we see a good game from him. We see a cleanish game from Matt Ryan. The defense does just enough, and they win this game. And it's gonna be a tight one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I, I took the three because I have no faith in the Falcons to win a game. I took the, I took the points. The Falcons have beaten up on some bad teams this year. Let's not forget they beat the hell they they beat the Jaguars convincingly. Um, they got the Jets convincingly. They beat the Giants not necessarily convincingly, but they beat them. Um, they got to win versus the Saints and the Dolphins too. Like this isn't a total dumpster fire of a team. Uh, they have AJ Terrell who can absolutely defend his ass off. One of the kind of more positive stories at cornerback across the NFL so far this season. Um, there's a little bit to like in Atlanta and Cam can't throw. He can't throw very far. That's a good point too. Yeah. AJ um, Terrell hopefully has a big day. You know what? You know what? That's this, this has, you know why you want Cam Newton so that he can get the tough yards, the fourth and you know, the third and one, the fourth and one, you know what? Carolina's not going to have a lot of in this game. Third and one, fourth and one, because they're going to be third and eight, third and nine, third and ten, all freaking day long. So let's keep moving. <laughs> Ooh, oh, I got a bad number one. here. There were some three and a halfs. The three and a halfs got gobbled up like candy corn, though. Did they? There was the three and a halfs in the market, and it quickly I'm, bounced back. We're we're head to head on this one. So okay. no you bad blood here. I know I know your position. I know I understand why you like your side. I don't know that you've heard my take on this game, but I would like you to lay out sort of oh, there's four and a halfs out there. Oh yeah. No, oh, this is this could go back up to four and a half. That wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Um yeah, I bet anyway, this game. Yeah. Go ahead. What's 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 the angle on betting the Cowboys here besides Kinda, the fact that there's despite, some good injury you know, news in front of them today? Yeah, it's that's not great, but I, it's not one of my stronger conviction plays, but my numbers make it like six. 
Washington, I've not moved up that much in the power rankings despite the winning streak. They are probably a little overrated in the market here. They're missing. It's it's. Are we going Ewing theory on on Chase Young now? Like, oh, now the defense is good. Like, uh, it's it's not. Is the defense good because they are getting to the quarterback more? I don't know that that's really why. No, no. So defense is played up, but it's not been against a team. I'm too. I don't know. Let, let me. Uh, don't know what to do with the Cowboys sometimes. I, sure. I just, I really don't understand like exactly what, what I'm going to get from them from week to week. Cause when they hit their ceiling, they should drop 40 on this team. This offense is clicking. Pollard didn't practice today. That makes me feel awful about this bet because Zeke, as they've said, we've put him on a, we've put on a bit of a, you know, snap count and that sucks with Pollard out. So I'm, I'm a little worried about this now, if it's just Zeke and but Pollard hopefully plays, he just didn't practice today. And, you know, maybe it's going to be a good thing. If Zeke is kind of dinged up and Pollard sits out and they make Dak throw like 45, 50 times, then Washington has no chance to cover this game. If they throw these third and one, like swing passes where Zeke gets tackled for negative four yards. <laughs> Which you know they are going to do at least is, five times in this game. Then this is going to be close. Yeah. Um, my read on the Washington football team defense is that they've playing they're playing a little better because most of the kind of assignments and sort of the communication is better. Like there was a lot of busted shit going on through the first six weeks. Like just like whoa, these guys are like do they know does do they know what they're supposed to be doing out there and and that part of the like the real like the easy to fix low hanging fruit stuff has largely been corrected i think so they're just they're just kind of playing cleaner football on the defensive side uh the secondary is still suspect they don't cover especially well and uh in a completely um ooh. Oh, you got distracted by the Sir Andy Murray prop. We'll talk about that another time. Um, yeah, in a completely um, uh, neutral situation, if this were in Jerry World, I would have, I would not want nothing to do with Washington because the skill set that, you know, skill position players that they have, particularly in the uh, wide receiver core, would absolutely light these guys on fire, light them on fire. And if you can't get to Dak Prescott, if you can't make him a little uncomfortable, which the Saints were able to do, weirdly, um, they're not going to score. And I, it was interesting to see last week, I thought, the um, the fact that they were full, all fully healthy for the first time all season. And they made their team total by a half point thanks to a pick six. And that's troubling. Uh, and a ton of it is they are handicapping themselves with the Zeke touches. There's no denying this. Zeke Elliott touches are minus EV every time he touches the ball. And they're not even doing it because they think they need to. They're doing it because they're completely diluted in terms of his value to this offense. Uh, and people who are making right, scratching the checks want to see X, Y, and Z. Um, I think if Dak Prescott has 40 pass attempts in this game, the Cowboys probably win. Uh, yeah. I think if uh, those pass attempts are distributed 85-15 to the wide receivers and tight ends versus the running backs, then the Cowboys probably win. Um, I think that in general, the fact that this is being played in Washington on a very slow, blah field in December is, by the way, rained 
rained half rain. an inch and rained half an inch in DC today. Rain's gonna rain out half an inch on uh, on on Saturday. That field is gonna be a muddy, sloppy mess, and it's gonna slow these guys down a hair enough that the Washington football team, I think, can cover. Um, so I think this is probably an under game. Four points is a little too much when there's the you know the gap the, you know the gap between these two teams is not uh, meaningful enough that a that you should see a four point road favorite here, um, and um, you know maybe the kind of the cherry on top is you know, just Washington is just playing a hell of a lot more confidently this time than they were earlier this season, especially on offense. Um, they're pretty healthy offensive line. Antonio Gibson's having a good stretch now. Uh, yeah. McLaurin has a decent matchup against the coverage that really relies on the pick. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a competitive game. Cowboys get the win. I took the four points, so I'm hoping it's a it's a narrow. Yeah, and win. I need Parsons to have a big day, and I need the offense to figure out to throw the ball. And yeah, Antonio Gibson has been a bit of a problem. I just still, I, I think I'm just not only am I a Dallas guy, I think I'm just trying to sell high on Washington at the same time. I still make this like six. I can't get him there. I, I get that played decent, but none of those games have been like the, the even the Patriot or the Patriots. How many people do you, in the media have done that this year, where they they are talking about Tampa Bay and they say the Patriots? I think a I've lot. Seen, yeah. Hector Hector does that every time he makes a live bet on Tampa. He calls them the Patriots. Like I don't think he's even catching himself. We and we all know what he means because we're watching Tom Brady play. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm doing that all the time. But anyway, even the game against Tampa, it's just like well, they got out to an early league. And that's the thing too. Washington with the lead is good. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't want Dallas if, if Dallas gets behind, I'll turn this game off and watch something else. I don't see them coming back. So Dallas um Dallas did not look great against Washington. Both times they played last year. You remember those, right? Yeah. Like real bad. I don't know if that's a thing. Uh, I don't know if that's a Ron Rivera is a good coach and Mike McCarthy is not kind of a thing. Might be. Um, but uh, uh, they got to play no two, two times in, in three weeks, game. just like the Baltimore. Uh, so, yeah. thing. so here's where I'm at. I'm hopeful that this is a close game. I would even love love a Washington win, I'll be honest, even though I'm a Washington under ticket holder for the season long. Because. Because I, I got to tell you, man, that week sixteen at Dallas—if that—if that number is around four, that's like too good to be true, you know. In in the controlled environment, faster faster turf, that would be absolutely sweet. So, um, hopefully that's uh, hopefully that's how this breaks, but we'll see. Uh, let's move on to a game that I have no action on and no interest in watching. And that is the Seahawks, who I have now made as mortal enemies, and the Texans, who are not two and one; they're two and ten, and the only team eliminated from playoff contention. Dan, give them some <laughs> credit there. I love that. Yeah, yeah, two and yeah, they have two. Two wins and one and more. Oh, he took it down. I'll say two wins. I'll say. I'll say. I'll say this way. I'll say two wins for the Texans. That's congratulations. Good job. <laughs> congratulations. Um, what do you think about? Seattle at this point in the season, no Jamal Adams now. Uh, I, I mean, Russell Wilson looked a lot healthier in that last game against the Niners than he did in the previous game against Washington. Is that the Russell Wilson we're going to get for the rest of the way? Does he have kind of a late season surge in him to try to make up and get into one of these wild card spots that seem like no one wants? What's what's your 
temperature. I, I, would, I was going to say it's it's not as if they're eliminated from the playoffs, which is no one is in the NFC. <laughs> no, literally no, no one. one. Detroit <laughs> can still make the playoffs if a million things happen, right? But yeah, the and this was I, I'm scared to even bring this up, dude, because this was like your angry rant from last sure. week. I'm over it now. But I mean, you had a point. Most of your angry rants, I think, are just dumb. It's just you. Get <laughs> right? but, I think that's well, fair. This, this one, this one actually sat with me. Right? Like, you know, why? Why are? Why? Why did they choose this spot to like? Hey, we're gonna try really hard now. We got like eight losses, but it's it was the really... going for it on fourth down that really chapped. Oh, yeah, well, that, that, that that's the thing. Like, <laughs> hey, let's do some stuff we normally don't do either. Like, let's get yeah. real aggressive. Let's not be conservative yeah. anymore. Now yeah. that the season's out of out of hand, some teams do that. It's just not a Seattle thing. So, yeah, Seattle very very much a mystery to me right now. But at the same time, we're getting Davis Mills, and it's not entirely injury wise. <laughs> it is like you got Tyrod Taylor benched he i mean he's dinged up too but they're saying like performance this is no guy wants to hear he's having trouble with his performance and davis mills <laughs> stepping in to slide his hands right under that center's butt um where does russ play next sponsored, year? this might, segment sponsored by for him for him um this is uh and and this is the thing too yeah that's was the underdog in that game it was I, I'm while you kind of go through and tell me what your read on Seattle is from this point forward in the season, I will tell you what the con- cumulative record of NFC West teams as dogs are this year. Okay. Seattle again, Seattle makes no sense, but that's nothing new. And they have good receivers. They have a if the quarterback's hand is completely right, they're right. They're fine. They should win this game by a lot. Like, can you imagine if this was let's say this was week two? Um Regardless of what, let's say we're at the point where we have Davis Mills starting because Terod is hurt and Seattle hasn't been found out as a fraud. Jamal Adams is still new and shiny. The team hasn't fallen into this funk yet. What I mean, this was like 12 when the Seahawks were up. You know, they were propped up as one of the better teams. Maybe it's not that much higher. I mean, it's still, they're still a, over a touchdown favorite on the road. So I, I don't like teasing. A road favorite, but this totals 41 and a half. This is a teaser leg that I will have. You let me tease against Davis Mills, you know, I'm doing it 100% of the time. Hmm. 100% of the time works 60% of the time. Kinesius stays under. So there's been nine NFC West games this year. The underdog is five and four straight up. (laughs) What about against the spread? Five and four off, obviously. <laughs> yeah. None of them, no one has covered and not one. Spread has not mattered. We have a birthday shout out request on the Sunday pod. Is that a All thing? Right. We had a birthday shout out request. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, was, it, was it Giorgio? It's Giorgio, yes. Migliosio. I'm going to look up how to say Boston. happy birthday in Italian and I'm going to um, say it to him. Um, All right. Let's yeah, move on. I'm not know. betting this, I'm teasing it. Okay. Ooh, teasing it. Ooh, see, no, look, look at the total. Teaser le- so, <laughs> I'm going to war Ooh. with Russ, and I'm teasing with on that theme, army. Okay. Ooh, that's fun. The it's total's fun. like 33. It doesn't matter if it's college. Army's like seven and a half. You get in the Wong zone. I think it's a neutral side game in Philly, or is it in Baltimore? 
uh, it's in the Netherlands for the first time since 2002. Sure, sure, sure. Either way, the total is next to nothing. Army's a decent favorite. So Army minus 1.5, Seattle minus 1.5. Put it in the teaser. MetLife. This is my, uh, that's my insurance company for my cars. Ah, there you go. Good job. Uh, first time, yeah. First time in, uh, first time in the Meadowlands since 2002, I believe. I don't know why I know that off the top of my head, but I uh, love the Armored Navy game. So that's a fun, fun look. Very, uh, move on. very excited about that one. It's, it's, it's always a fun one to watch because it stands alone. You have like the other TVs on some FCS games. It's, mm-hmm. it's a good weekend to play bingo. Yeah. I like, I like, but there's a bar I go to. They have bar yeah. bingo. You win some cash from the bingo. You watch the army game. You lose the cash back and betting the over for the 17th straight year. Didn't come in again. Damn it. Um, You're supposed to Martingale, Andy. I know. I don't got him up to the national debt for this year. Then Dallas, <laughs> Dallas, Detroit coming off a win. We're saying this for the first time since like last December. Oh, it's yeah. been a long December. This is another decent teaser leg. I don't trust Teddy as far as I can throw him. He's thrown a couple bad picks. He's a little guy. You might be able to throw him. I would probably throw the guy. It's, but are we betting the Lions? And in in is this a sell high spot on the Lions? Minnesota. Minnesota has a much worse defense than this. I would tell you that it was. But there are a couple of years I remember a team that has fought and fought and fought and struggled and struggled and struggled and finally got their first win, yeah. came back out the next week and got another one. Jets did it last year. Remember, they went back-to-back at Rams and then beat the Browns. The Browns' win was more about who was available and the COVID shit. But yeah. um, I don't know. Blinds don't match up well against this Broncos team. It's going to be outdoors. It's going to be at altitude. Jared Goff has little tiny hands. Uh, the Broncos and it have doesn't a good seem secondary. Swift. Swift probably is not playing again. Um, Hawkinson is on the injury report. Mm-hmm. Goff is actually not practicing. I believe was the what we saw. Mm-hmm. He is out there, and that, that's the other thing. So not only is Goff not practicing with an illness, I guess there is a flu going mm-hmm. around, which might be the bottle flu like they might have just got super fucked up after that. <laughs> they have like you know how bad a hangover is now drew when you're like of course you're running, man when you're pushing 40 of course like, man they last like three days like Dan campbell probably let it let loose so much that he's still coming down yeah drinking drinking taking shots out of people's kneecaps and just yeah. getting effed up so i i don't know but just take that with a grain of salt there is a flu outbreak apparently in the, in the Detroit locker room, a couple guys are feeling ill, and golf was sick enough to not practice today. Well, like so, well, yeah, this is another nice teaser leg. Nice, nice look. I like that. Happy day. I like it. I like it. Um, let's move on to. That's a nice little ugly teaser there, Seattle. Denver. Oh, nice. The um, another game impacted by COVID here. Uh, Man, and potentially the Jake Fromm on the road with for the Giants at the Chargers. Chargers in an absolutely brutal, (laughs) an absolutely brutal spot. Um, Chargers have a little bit of a look ahead spot here with uh, Kansas City on Thursday. That game likely decides the uh, AFC West 
assuming that they get this win. It's conditional on the Chargers not losing focus, not losing this game to the plucky Giants. Uh, Giants, without looking, what is the Giants? What without looking, what is the Giants' record this season, Andy? Like three, three wins. They have four wins. They have one. I know. I was looking. Games. I was looking right at it when you said you, it. So I, I made a bad guess on purpose. <laughs> okay. To make you uh, can you tell me the four teams they have beaten? I will. Uh, I'll give you five so guesses. They did beat the Eagles. I remember. I took them in the second Correct. half plus four there. Correct. Um, they beat Carolina. Or was yes. That, the, that was like 25, the weird three. ass Like they they beat the shit out of Carolina for some yes, reason. They did. All right. They played and beat. Who was the team that went back to back to the Meadowlands earlier? Uh, that was the Eagles. That was the Eagles. Okay. Um, did they beat the football team? No, they lost in with the field goal at the end after the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, they jumped off sides. Off sides. Yeah. Oh god, that's so gross. Um. Yeah, I'm. That's that's one of your four guesses. So Dallas. No, 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 no. They have. uh, They lost to Dallas, forty-four twenty. Not a close game. Um, they lost. Uh, they beat. In, they beat the Saints in overtime down in the uh, in the oh, uh, in the Superdome, twenty-seven twenty-one. Uh, and they beat the Las Vegas Raiders the week after uh, the Rugs incident. Um, they beat the Raiders twenty-three to sixteen. So four weird wins for the Giants this year. Um, I'm hopeful as a uh, just someone who would like to see the Chargers get into the playoffs and have a home game. Uh, I uh, I think the um, I think the Chargers are. Uh, um, you know, they're not a bet at 10, but, uh, I think they get the win ultimately. So, um, what's, uh, what's your read on this game on the chargers in general? Do you think there are any meaningful pieces out for the chargers that impact this game, this handicap and, or are you looking ahead to chargers chiefs week 15? Do you really want to bet a game on a Wednesday? So we're sitting here on a Wednesday. This is the problem with the podcast. And I love this podcast with all my heart. And I love you guys, but we're sitting here on Wednesday and you can say, like, yeah, all those guys suck, but not knowing who the quarterback is, do you really want to be betting this? Like, it could be DJ is unlikely. Glennon, possible, but there's a decent chance you might be betting on a Jake Fromm game because I am not quite at 10 and a half here. But am I betting on Jake Fromm? Probably not something I want to do with my money. Tony probably doesn't go. Galladay and Shepard are fighting injuries. Uh, Saquon looks like shit. I mean, he just looks like he was overdrafted and underprepared for life. And then at the same time, we got this COVID stuff where they've gone back and forth with the Mike Williams and Chris Harris stuff. Keenan's not cleared yet. So let's say Mike Williams doesn't play and Keenan doesn't play. Who's your, Drew, who's the number one receiver on the Chargers at that point? Guyton. Guyton. <laughs> yeah. Well, probably still Eckler, right? It's, I mean, yeah, it's a running back or a tight end. Yeah, maybe. Oh, what's uh, Jared Cook? He's Jared Cook. Cook might cookies, be your guy. cookies having a little resurgence. Uh, Donald Parham. Parham. It's going to be a Guyton Parham Cook kind of game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't love it. Mm. So, yeah, if you want to lay double digits with a team that might not have any of its good receivers, feel free. If you want to take double digits, and again, it could this could swing so hard one way. All of a sudden, it's Jake Fromm, Tony, and Galladay are sitting, and Keenan and Williams play. Then minus 10 feels great. But if it goes the complete other way, and honestly, Mike Glennon, not the worst. 
he's not good, but I'd take him over Jake Fromm probably right now. I really, really don't think Daniel Jones plays. It's it's not like a two-point adjustment, but a little more experience in running some sort of game manager game plan against a defense that, let's face it, you're just going to run on 30 times anyway. Like it, if it ends up being, you know, Glennon and the injury report for the wide receiver room for the Giants turns out okay, and then Allen and Williams are out, like, again, the, you're probably feeling very good about a plus 10. So, he, he, not a game I'm excited. Yeah. No, I, I can't blame you, really. Um, yeah. It's a bummer. Let's move on. Yeah, it's a we do get that game. one. We do get that one on Fox. Meanwhile, CBS is hoarding both the Niners, Bengals in the afternoon, and the Bills at the Buccaneers, which is the next game we want to talk about. Tough handicap. Good game. Um, I bet this on Sunday too. We bet Bills, right? Or you bet Bills? Three and a half. We, I say you. I don't. I didn't get a very big bet down on it. I think I forgot to put it in the uh, tracking app as well. But I will do that. Um, yeah. No. Bills. Bills is the side here. Um, yeah. Bills live, I think, actually to get this win. I absolutely uh, do, too. I, I thought about that when I, I said, man, three and a half isn't going to be there forever. And I when I did it, I don't think money lines were up. Money lines aren't usually up. Not not for, I think maybe bet online has them right away. But I thought maybe I should put a little bit on this money line, too, because three and a half is nice, but also it's a high variance game, a high total couple offenses that can pop some quick scores. I'm not sure if there's a huge big value in the three in a game like this. At the same time, I'm happy to have the points, but I think the Bills are very, very live to take this one outright. Mm-hmm. And Brady, Brady's been a little careless with the ball. This offense looks good when it looks good, but when it looks bad, they're scoring touchdowns in the wrong direction. <laughs> you know, pick, pick sixes are often a, a variance play. Like yeah. you throw yeah. an interception to the wrong part of the field. And just the, the you know sometimes it's just oh like the the way that play was run all the wide receivers are blocking over here and he has open room like it's not like the quarterback is worse because he threw a pick six rather than just a pick where the guy falls down mm-hmm. so like you know I shouldn't just rag on him because he's had a couple of those but the interceptions in general have been a little troublesome for a team that's now got three losses and I think the Bills I've never really downgraded them. I'm fine with that. I thought they played a fine game. They probably should have beat the Patriots. Like they, they had a, they had chances at the end. The Patriots outgained the piss out of them because they could and they did on the ground. But at the in in the long run, they were down there in the red zone with a chance to, you know, there would have been time left. Too much time for Tommy isn't a thing anymore. But too much time for Mac to get a field goal. I don't. With the win, I, I think that game had overtime written all over it. So I, I, I didn't downgrade Buffalo a ton. I'm I'm right there. Like even on the road here, I make this like two. Yep. Um, and honestly, this has a lot of whiffs of but when Kansas City went to Tampa Bay last year, you know, uh, right before Tampa Bay's bye. Uh, and they have the offense that's really going to potentially make this Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense hurt. Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense um, has a tendency to uh, allow – the big play they're play. They play very aggressively in the past defense and they're going to be missing their best piece potentially in Jamel Dean. And that spells trouble. This is, this has all the makings of like a 12 reception, 200 yard game for Stefan Diggs and uh, Trey Gabriel White Davis. on the other side. Like, why aren't we just hammering no, all to overs? Yeah. I think the, I think the secret pod, 
play, the one that I had written the most excited about was uh, Buffalo over 24 and a half. Um, Because I think this is a 27, 28, 31 type of performance from them. Um, I can see Tampa Bay coming in and trying to be a little too cute, a little too much on the ground. We're going to do it the same way Indy did it and New England did it. And they can't quite get that same win in the run rushing attack. Um, meanwhile, you know, it's, uh, uh, if they're, and so if they're a little lackluster, if they let the bills get out to a lead here, uh, I think I'm feeling real good about having the points and, or the over, um, because I think you're going to have a live spot to bet some Tampa Bay to come back, whether they not to get, they get the win, I think is an open question, but, um, uh, Buffalo is the, the right side, especially if you get the hook. And don't, don't be afraid of a little money line there. Take a sprinkle. A lot of people liking the over in this. Um, and yeah, it does feel like if this one gets loose and the cornerback injuries are mattering and all these receivers are playing well and the quarterbacks aren't making bad decisions, and we've seen both of these guys, especially the one guy who's done it for 20 years, have very good games. I think the weather's looking good. Last I checked down in the Tampa region, I think the cannons might be firing a lot and they still lose the game. So I do lean towards us over despite the high number. Um, and hopefully we get a good game because we are not getting a good one at night. <laughs> My God. Uh, yeah, the Pistons meltdown is disappointing, Anthony. Did you see they gave up a 10-0 run to Contavious Caldwell-Pope to start the second half and then an 8-0 run to Kyle Kuzma to start the fourth quarter? Uh, very frustrating that uh, they let this game slip away like that. Um, De- Detroit kind of has this very uh, letdown-y uh, mentality in late in these games. It's very weird. Um, yeah, Buffalo Tampa. I think we've said all we can say. Uh, what do you think about uh, Buffalo over twenty four and a half as the secret pod play? I love that. I want it. Yeah. All right. Let's do that. Let's just let's just end it there then for well, uh, for birth- birthday boy says it's gonna be hot and humid. Ooh. Josh Allen no. can handle anything. He went away. Honestly, this is actually kind of a funny thought about Buffalo that I wanted to circle back on. Um, the way that they're rostered. And the way that they are, you know, they're weak. We know exactly the type of team and the type of situation that doesn't really play into their strength at this point. And it's exactly the game that they were in on Monday. Yeah. Are they better off going into the playoffs as a wild card? Like, does that throw the market off the scent a little bit? And now all of a sudden they're like potentially in some domes or some warmer weather. They're going to Tennessee instead of, uh, you know, having Tennessee come to them or having Indy come to them. Um, are, are they the anti-indie? Are they the anti-indie? Where it's like, hey, no, this- we're saying both of them are like, are both of those teams better off on the road? Well, no, no, than- indie, indie, because I'd like them as an outdoor team. Buffalo, because I don't like them as a cold weather team. I yeah, don't want them. Right. I want, I want them on on a on fast track in the south. Give, give me them in the. I don't want Indy in the dome, and I don't want Buffalo in the cold. Could they just? Could they do like a wife swap for the for the playoffs where they swap home home fields? Well, the hysterical thing is going to be if they both if they go in as like the five and the seven, and then they both win win, and then it's Buffalo hosting Indy <laughs> in the cold. <laughs> you know, I think that's not crazy. Honestly, I could see Buffalo Indy as our AFC Championship game. That would be so fun. They would be, especially. I I hope there's like three feet of snow for that game, and they don't cancel it like those. No offense, Giorgio. Those Italians, Atalanta, 
playing tomorrow. I should check if that bet's still pending. A lot of places will just leave those bets pending. I'm sure, of just, course they will. If it's just a reschedule. I know book, bookmakers pretty hard about that. I didn't bet it there, but I know they are like if it's not on the date, it's not it's not a bet. I I think that's a fair role personally. I would run. You know, I way. I don't disagree with it. I just again, it's a it's a good a good lesson like no no the rules Tennis is different bet. obviously. Tennis yeah, you once the all, match, you know, it's it's, yeah, it's always live, no you know. Always know the rules for individual sports because they will cancel anything. They, I, we learned a lot about it last year when they were like, they moved the you know the Steelers game three times, and everyone's like, "Oh, I got you know my tickets are canceled," and like seven people are like, well, "I bet it at this whatever shop," and they're like, "I think William Hill was just like, fuck it, roll with it, keep them." It's life. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I and I think yeah, twenty four hour that you see the twenty four hour rule too. So hopefully Atalanta. Atlanta, Bergamo, Calcio can oh, get good. over three goals tomorrow. Good work, man. Um, let's talk about Sunday Night Football, I guess. Waiting all week for what? The Packers are 12 and a half point favorites. The total is 43 and a half. We'll be back <laughs> Thursday night for halftime of the Vikings Steelers <laughs> game. And uh. You know, we appreciate it. Hit the thumbs up on the way out. Thanks a lot. If you listen to the podcast, rate, review, subscribe. Ah, Justin Fields is going to play. We have some fun with that. Jair Alexander hey, man. is close to returning. What did you think of the fact that the Bears were a hot side when they played the Packers the last time? And now market is not interested in any Bears. Much less interested. What do you think of that? The offensive line has been getting beat to shit. Mm-hmm. The quarterbacks have been mm-hmm. not helping. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Allen Robinson, close to returning. That's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Montgomery's still still banged up a bit. Um, I don't know what to do with this game, man. Green Bay, you've got... Uh, doesn't it feel like they're mentioning this toe injury an awful lot? Like, there's just going to be yeah. one of these times where it's like... Oh shit! Like he's hurt. Like he's yeah. gonna get stepped on. Doesn't or, look good. Or, yeah, he's gonna right. push off of that foot wrong, and it's just gonna crack. And you're gonna be. Uh, I mean, you you got you can't just be like I'm not betting Packers games because his toe might break. But I I worry about that toe a little more. It keeps me up at night. Yeah. So I'm you are not a toe laying. guy. So I, I am. Uh, I'm absolutely. I sold feet picks during the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> you mine. do what you can to make ends meet. I think is really what it comes down to. Um, not looking like we're going to get much weather in this one. Uh, I'm seeing current, uh, current projections, uh, 0% precipitation, 34 ish degrees, um, 10 mile an hour winds should be a a decent weather game. Uh, this total, particularly the total for the bears is a very, very low. Uh, is the Green Bay Packers defense so amazing that they're going to be able to hold the Bears pretty comfortably under uh, under three scores? I don't know. I've just been – go look at the Bears' drive charts. They just have no creativity. They're not using mm-hmm. – I mean, go, go look at a game. It's just that they're not doing anything that you see successful teams do to move the ball. Right. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a rough scene. Okay. Okay. As I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm about to lose an under as a team's fouling down oh, by nine no. with 10 seconds to go. 
no. Yeah, not a great night for my bets either. Uh, probably should. I just hate. Know. I hate when totals go this way. Like, but like eventually getting it. That's the things. You know, you take the good, you take the bad, you take it all. There, you have the facts of life. Yeah. But, but sometimes it helps you. Like you have that over, and this team is down twelve, and they're falling, and you're like, fuck yeah, don't ever give up. Like you guys need to take a time out and listen to the Valvano speech, and you need to get out there and win this game. <laughs> they're down by a bunch. So I'm. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I uh, would we, really. We, we snuck in. We snuck in by. I'm excited out. to see how my uh, my Houston plus six loses. That one's going to be interesting. Uh, they are so, up sixty seven fifty two at half to Brooklyn. Do so better thing. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. So here's the thing. I just and I, I joked with somebody about this as we're just trying to avoid this Bears game. Uh, <laughs> he's like, hey, you're betting a lot of totals this year. And I'm like, yeah, I only, I kind of only invented that model like two weeks ago. I back tested well, but hopefully it works. And like totals are working. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hitting, I can't hit a side for my life. Wow. And Weird. sides were the only thing I did. Like wow. t- I think totals are three and oh tonight so far. Interesting. And Niagara couldn't get a win. So, well, they fought hard. You know, hard tryers. You always have 2021. We will. Was it last Plus year it, or two years ago? It was two years. Heavy. We played a lot yeah, of them. You always have 2020, 19. I have a pair of shorts from 19, them. 20. So, um, what do you what do you make this on just on paper? What do you make this line? Ten and a half. What about are you? Are you gonna bet the bear cent? No. Why not? <laughs> There's not a ton of value between ten and a half and twelve and a half. No, that, I, I love that. First off, yeah, they're dead numbers. Like <laughs> yeah. twelve, eleven yeah. aren't big. There's not a lot of win probability there. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it just. Yeah, I mean this this game could be like twenty one seven going into the fourth quarter, and I would have be. zero faith of a backdoor. I think that actually you just described the the, uh, the Bears Packers in prime time last year with Mitchell Trubisky at the helm. Wasn't that like twenty one seventeen going into the fourth quarter, and it managed to go over the total? Yeah, something something weird like that. I feel like so. the total's a little too low. I don't know that I have the same respect for this Green Bay defense that the market does at this time. Um, they the last two times out, the Green Bay defense conceded 28 points to the Rams, 34 points to the Vikings. Prior to that, they held the Seahawks to zero, the Chiefs to 13, the Cardinals to 21. Um, so a little bit of a mixed bag of late, particularly for this Packers defense. The Packers defense was kind of keeping it all together with like sticks and twine and uh, chewing gum, you know, and it's it did the stress of all of that and all of their injuries and everybody that's been missing time for them, I think, is potentially catching up to them a bit. Uh, I think the Packers get a win, but they're overall they're a little overrated to me by the market. Um, Packers may get the one seed in the NFC still, especially if the Bucks, if the Buck, if you feel if you're feeling the Packers, if you're if you have a more optimistic outlook, uh, if you have a more optimistic outlook about. Aaron Rodgers toe than Andy does. Um, now is the time to really think hard about them in the futures market because I think they're probably getting the one seed. Tampa Bay, I think, is going to sleepwalk their way into a, a wild card game at home. What do you think? If it works, if it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Worked last year. But yeah, they, yeah, they do seem true. a little like the Washington loss was just incredulous. Like, hey, you have all these good receivers. Washington can't stop yeah. receivers. What what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, real sloppy. Some real sloppy stuff at times. Um, and and yeah, uh, backdoor Mitch is not backdoor Mitch. If Mitch Trubisky and we shit on that guy for years, 
but boy, he was good at that. Like we we've you can go find second half halftime bets that we said like we're kind of gonna be relying on Mitch to get a garbage touchdown to make this play. And he does, and it makes it even funnier when it happens. Yeah. And I mean that's been a thing. So Green Bay one seed is plus two fifty, says sign collectibles one, who I believe oh, really? is a oh. bit of a collector. Huh. Not unlike um, uh, Benicio del Toro. You know what I you know what Marvel I really Universe. you know what I really don't love? Pistons missing free throws. Well, I hate it when anybody misses bunnies. Clown show out here. Um that I guess what uh, let me look at real quick at the at the Packers. Actually, you know what? Let's table this. I don't really give a shit about this game. Let, let me talk, let's talk about three look aheads because there are really good ones out there. And we are only at an hour and 20. So we're a little under serving you if you expect us to give you 90 minutes of football handicapping talk. Um, Can I guess what they are? Yes, please. All I right. know you know. <laughs> I know you know which ones. There are three that stand out very obviously as what the fuck are these lines. All right. New England Indy. Yes. Okay. Um, making New England a favorite on the road against New, against Indianapolis. Both of the yeah, teams coming little, off of buys. Little taste of your own medicine. <clears throat> um, Kansas City in LA. Yeah, that one. Very much. Ah, yeah. That, that three points. Minus three. Minus three in that one. And I was just going to joke and say Houston, Jacksonville. Woof. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> what is going on there? Yeah, flush that game. Um, and really, honestly, we didn't want to talk Packers. Yeah. Packers only laying two and a half or yes. three in Baltimore. What? Defense that is pretty broken right now. What? Jair, Jair Alexander on the cusp of making a return. Did I pick all three? Yes, those were the three. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Some very surprising. Go. Very surprising. I think the, um, I guess I, w- I don't, I'm not worried about running and getting the Chargers number now. Decent chance the Chargers eke out an ugly win against the Giants with all their, you know, all the players missing. Decent chance the Chiefs hang it on the Raiders with the, the cover two situation. But the Chargers match up absolutely brilliantly against the chiefs especially defensively scheme wise and what they like to run and how they are rostered it's basically night and day raiders defense versus chiefs offense chargers defense versus chiefs offense like it's it's a it's a beautiful symmetry um the other two colts colts pats i don't think is going to move because both teams are on by no um, even though we've seen that happen so there's no rush three fucking to get times. involved in that I know we have. That's true. That's true. Uh, you know what's weird though? And I wonder. We... I wonder if just look ahead money at the right places on the screen is Most enough because limits are low, and it's like, hey, somebody just maxed it at a shitload of you know, mm-hmm. you know, it just got hit at trade wins like everywhere. Yeah. Um, is now the sell high on the Patriots? Are they going to lose to the Colts and the Bills next two games? feels like split is kind of a best case. I think they might lose both. Yeah. Um, what was your general takeaway from Monday night's finale? Um, Belichick, the genius for the way he handled that game or got a little too cute trying to, trying to win a game with one arm tied, tied behind his back. Yeah. I, I think they were like, 
it's a, it's the hardest box score to look at for me because it's like, yeah, you put up a lot of yards, but it didn't feel like productive yards sometimes. And you you put yourself in some third downs that I think you were lucky to pull out sometimes. And you know, the I should go look at the third down numbers, I guess, but it worked. I mean, the the result is there; it, it worked for them. But at the same time, it's like, man, that that's not going to work. That's not repeat. That's not repeatable. The Bills were like a couple Dawson Knox drops away from being the much drop. better in the first. The digs drops. The digs drop. Oh man, oh, my. his arm. The Knox drop. But there was a guy that was doing a pretty good job of defending him in the end zone there. Sure, but that fourth sure. down felt like that was very close to being yeah, a game changer. So, um, yeah, Indy, Indy may be the secret chat play next week, says Sam. Ooh. Ooh. Um, yeah, sneak into the process you know, here. Harris, Harris picking up an injury. Uh, defense starting to kind of feel themselves a little bit. Uh, you know, there's a lot of warning signs really around this Pats team at this point in time, the way they're being valued by the market that I am struggling to square with my numbers. They've had a very, very easy schedule. Of course, you can say the same thing for the Bills. And here I am saying that the Bills are going to give the Buccaneers a test this week. So, you know, it goes oh, It's just a matchup. It's a good thing, matchup. It's a good matchup for them. Um, like in the same way as the Patriots were a bad matchup for them. Same way the Colts were a bad matchup for them. Bucks are a good one for them. Um, the uh, Yeah, the, I can see a world where... Um, oh, yeah. The one other thing I was going to mention to you. This is the fourth year in a row that the Patriots are co-buys with their next opponent. Did you know that? Did we you brought it up that? once in a chat. Yeah. We talked about it. Is, so, do you think that Belichick feels that that's a yes. tactical advantage? It has to be. It's not random. Okay. So, yeah, like, and what Drew's saying is they come off a buy and play somebody off a buy four years in a row. Yes. Like, he's asking This is the fourth year in a row. So that's, to, that's saying... Basically, to me, it, there's a couple different ways to approach it. But I think the most likely is Bill saying, "I'm better at coming off a buy than you, <laughs> and right. I'd, I'd rather not waste it. Like, you know, neuter it. That's fine. I think that's hilarious. Like, I'd, I don't, I don't want to waste it on a on a game where I'm much more rested than you. I'd like you to be just as rested. If that makes any sense, I don't know. Sure, I'm trying to puzzle it out. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. He doesn't want. Bill's, he he might think he, that and he doesn't want to. He might he think that play a team. this is. Oh, by the way, this is all after they change the rules about how much practice you can do during the buy. Yeah. Right. So he may be like he, he may be thinking, yeah, the rest is an advantage, but like the prep time is a disadvantage. And so for that reason, we don't want to come off because teams do teams off of a buy against the spread this season. It ain't pretty. It is not good. And he may be maybe he was ahead of this and he really just thought um, that, uh, you know, that they're better off going head to head versus another team off of a buy. Um, but it's weird. No one else is exploring this. I can tell you, I do think. The more I've thought about it this year, particularly with the 17-game schedule, the more I believe that the later buys are an advantage for a lot of these teams. Yeah. Teams that had their buys week four that are just kind of really pushing themselves through this portion of the schedule, I don't think are going to, you know, if they're in playoff contention, I'm not as excited about them as teams that are getting buys now that are going to be a little and bit more healthy. I really, you know, this is... You agree with that? Neat. Yeah, and I, I heartily agree. And neither here nor there, but I think when we see an 18-game season, we need two buys because it's going to be such a massive disadvantage to have like 12 games in a row. Oh, seriously. So, yeah. And I then agree. into the playoffs, possibly off a team that just got some rest. So instead of a 19 week <laughs> season, we'll jump right to a 20 week season. Yeah. 
add two more weeks. Start the shit in August. Make us start previews on like Flag Day. <laughs> I'll be ready. June. I'm ready. I'll be ready. I'm already, I'm already getting previews ready for next year, guys. Uh, so then the last game then was the uh, Ravens and the uh, Packers. I think after the Ravens, if the Ravens look the way we think they will look here, this is this could be awful. Like that, like this could that you know two and a half getting the Packers at two and a half could be like we could have a good belly laugh about that on Sunday. Early, early think? Christmas, early Christmas gift. Early Christmas gift. Yeah, you know I'm gonna bet that my second look ahead one and one look ahead this year. That's my favorite. I'm gonna bet the Packers here and a look ahead. I like it, man. I like it. Um, I'm that. desperately trying to figure out why they reversed the call in Detroit, and Detroit did not get the free throws they were promised. That was an absolute bullshit reversal. <laughs> they were promised free throws. Well, did they the, called did the ref. They pinky gave him swear. He, he, they were they, <laughs> they deserved them, uh, and now they're going to end up missing, fouling, and not covering, which is uh, uh, which is a real fuckeroonie. I will um, go down with it's okay though. Ship. It happens. Um, Miami looking. F- Freaking amazing! All of a sudden, they came back hard on Milwaukee. Let's hope. Oh, how are my Bulls? Sixth man of the year, Tyler Hero is having a game. Uh, Your Bulls? uh, Do you really want to talk about that? Are they not doing good? They lost badly to Cleveland. They 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 absolutely punted a game. You have to do it. You got to get some reps. (laughs) I mean, you saw who you saw the you know that who who didn't play for them. They have a little COVID thing going on, and on top of that, no, 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 Alex Caruso. It's so, part of the process, guys. Yeah, it's part of the process. Bulls. You want to. You, 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 you want to win, win in four, the playoffs. You, need some you win four, you lose one. You win four, you lose one. You don't want. You, you got to keep your players hungry. I just need forty-five wins. I think you're gonna get it. What? Well, yeah, I'm gonna get it. Great. They're yeah, good. Man. You know. You know. Not. They're not as uh, comfortable over as the Cleveland Cavaliers will be. Oh my God! What was their you gonna, total? Gonna, like thirty. 23 you're gonna punch <laughs> i'm i'm guessing i i don't actually know it off the top of my head but it was probably 26 you're gonna you're gonna punch that ticket in january i feel like <laughs> it's coming up quickly um so kind of wild all right um, i'm gonna i'm gonna call it a night i'm gonna go talk to kids in all right man that's some look ahead lines i just did bet the packers i found a minus two. Ooh. No, that's not that many places have look at. You got to look around a little bit. Um, that's nice. Otherwise, hey, you know what? Good job in the in the. Yes. Good job Isaiah in the old Stewart gets the layup. Two point game with twenty seconds. What are the chances my five and a half gets home? <laughs> I say two point game with twenty seconds. I need a. I am now sweating the Dayton in. SMU over, <laughs> which I the live Let's go, guys. total. Free throws. Come on. The live total is Start only. Fouling. Two and a half points higher than the pregame, hmm. so I'm. I mean, I'm not in bad shape, but you know how that can go. A drought mm-hmm. can absolutely kill that. So mm-hmm. we're sweating mm-hmm. yet another total tonight. Okay. Well, and I'm gonna go watch the totals. end of. I'm gonna go watch the end of Wiz Pistons. Uh, best luck this Ooh, weekend. I we're might at just 90 go watch minutes. The Wiz. <laughs> the, the no, the the Michael it's Jackson not, movie. It's not that bad. Oh my god, you haven't seen it in a long time. Oh, Diana Ross. <laughs> it's horrifically bad. Diana Ross is stunning in that movie. I'm not disagreeing with that, <laughs> but the I won't watch the fight. I won't watch the, the, the Wiz. Is, uh, is something. <laughs> who who's talking to me about? Let's go, let's who's go talking to me about Goodwill Hunting today? 
I don't know, but I'm not. Oh, in Kelly, the I'm going to go watch. That. I'm not in the mind space that. to watch that this time of year. No, thank when you. He, when, okay, last thing before we go. When when he sends Ben Affleck on those job interviews, mm-hmm. that kills me every time. What oh, was the secret sure. pod play? Buffalo, Buffalo over. Buffalo, yep. Buffalo Ooh. team total over. They force the turnover. Detroit Pistons ball. 13 seconds left. Down by two. They are going to blow this cover in overtime. Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> I might watch the a mile away. instead. All right, Dan, take us out. Dude, pick a good uh, Christmas movie. Like, have uh, you ever seen the Muppet movie though? It's oh, really hell yeah, good. love the Muppet for sure. But there's a like the Why you want to watch Muppet, so Muppet Christmas so Carol. Uh, so although Christmas Carol is not my favorite too. <laughs> this guy's got to be a good. Uh, got to be a good. Got to be a good Christmas.